Welcome back, party people. You are listening to Crossplay, our video game podcast here at the Whatnots. It is Saturday, August 22nd, 2020, and this is episode 38. Coming up on today's show, uh, Nintendo had a Indie World Showcase uh, with a bunch of cool announcements. We'll be talking about those. We have an update on the Epic versus Apple fight. Uh, and we finally, finally know what WB Montreal's new Batman game is all about. We will be t- talking about that and more in just a bit. Uh, but for now, my name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined, as always, by Ignacio. Oi, Gavna. How you do? I am doing all right, man. It's been... I, I, I was telling Melissa on Crossplay... Uh, which I mean, not nope. c- crossplay on the c- captain's log. This is crossplay. Uh, I'm telling Ignacio what I was telling Melissa. Uh, <laughs> um, th- th- I I felt like this week was just very normal, like yeah. the most normal it could be. Like nothing really happened. There wasn't any kind of big news except for the stuff that's happening today with like DC fan dome and stuff like that. But like for most of the week, nothing happened. At, at, at least that's how it seemed like to me. Yeah, I know for sure. It's same here. It was just one of those regular weeks. Nothing big happened. Nothing small happened. Just another week. Yeah. I, I did get caught up in season four of Lucifer, uh, which is good because nice. season five just c- came out on Friday. How is uh, it? So How's Lucifer? I, I really like that show. It's a lot better than I expected it to be. Um, yeah. If 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 you're into like like your standard like CSI style crime shows, it's basically that, but mm-hmm. one of the main characters is Satan is the devil and he's like a consulting detective um the, the, the whole thing is like the d- 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 devil was like you know what screw hell i'm gonna go hang out on earth and so he ends up like opening this bar in los angeles and then ends up becoming like a police consultant and helping them solve crimes hmm. um so it's an interesting setup it's a spin-off um or the the comics it's based off of is a spin-off of neil gaiman's sandman comics which are pretty well known stuff like that yeah it's spider-man not the same not the same um but yeah it's 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 a good show i'm really enjoying it i i like it a lot Dude, Especially yeah. if, if you're into like the Flash shows and really? Arrow and stuff like that, it's not necessarily tied in. They did have a cameo in the yeah. Crisis on Infinite Earth stuff, but it's it's a completely different type of show. Because I mean, the Flash is also like he's he's a police scientist, mm-hmm. right? So he works for the cops, and every once in a while you'll see him working on a case, but like. The show is not actually about him working on the murder of the week, right? Mm-hmm. That's but that's what Lucifer is. So if if you're Dead. into that stuff, it's a good example of that. 
Yeah, the only things I know about Lucifer are, like you said, the crossover with the CW shows. Yeah, which I had no idea what was happening. And, like, they they were on screen and Constantine was like, I think I know someone that can help us get this soul back. And then they go to Earth 666. And it's the one where <laughs> Lucifer is. And I'm just like, ah, oh, this is great. I love this. <laughs> yeah. And then I just, I've watched some YouTube channel that did a summary on the first episode. Yeah. Yeah. We, we also, we covered season one on the, on the review show, um, which I had like just started it like the day before Melissa pitched it. On mm-hmm. our other p- p- podcast, so I was like, "Let's do that one. Let's get, keep watching Lucifer." So we watched that. You guys can go f- 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 find that on our website, thewhatnots.com, um, where we covered Lucifer season one. And then I just was like, "You know what? I'm gonna keep watching because I mm-hmm. liked it." Yeah, yeah. I'm still reeling in from the end of Agents of Shield. Ah, yeah. Uh, what did, a, did you happen to know when that's day. supposed to be on Netflix? No, no idea. No. no. Oh well, hopefully yeah, soon. Highly recommend this show as a whole. It's great. Indeed, and I, I think everyone should should watch it. It's a, eventually it, it stopped being connected to the MCU, which I think in a way it did work in its favor, so that they could do it their did, own yeah. thing. So yeah. It's a great show. Everyone should watch it. I don't think it ever hit any real lows. I, I know people, a lot of people don't like the first season. I do, but it's just uphill from there. And then yeah. there are some, some lows, some go- dips here and there, but overall, the show always keeps a, a high. Indeed. Uh, <laughs> what's the word? Uh, blanked on the word. I uh, like a high bar, like a high level sure. of qu- quality. Ah, uh, yeah, quality. That's weird. Sure. That works. I sometimes forget some random words. <laughs> hey, man. Like I mean, English is your second la- la- language. Yeah, uh, so yeah I do no have to translate. There. I have to think of something, then translate it, then say it. All, all. That's talking. the thing with like foreign like countries that learn English, they often speak it better than they realize. Mm-hmm. And like here in America, we're just a bunch of dumb kids, right? <laughs> and like can barely speak and we're like, well, who, who, uh, catch me outside though, right? That's, that's, that's how that thing works, right? Yeah, no, <laughs> but that type, that type of people, that type of speech, you can see it everywhere. Yeah, you can indeed. find people talking Spanish that would also talk to in the same level compared to yeah. what you just said. That's true. I don't know if you knew this, Ignacio, but I used to live in Laredo, Texas, which is right on the Mexican border. Um, yeah. And that was really interesting for me to do because like, I, I took Spanish in high school, um, mm-hmm. but it was very minimal. Right. Once I did my three requ- required classes, I was done. Um, but I, I knew enough to kind of be like, "Lo siento, mi español es muy malo." No sé, <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, and then yeah. I would go go find someone else who who could help. But the people who were from America, 
and spoke Spanish as their first language. Um, their Spanish was so different from the actual like Mexican Spanish that like yeah they would come into the store that I worked in and even the Spanish speakers were like I have no idea what they're saying. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, I experienced that when I. I talked about this last time. I spent three months in Corona, California, mm-hmm. at a school. So yeah, that's there are a lot of Hispanic and Latino people over there, and that's one thing that I noticed: the way that Latino kids there talked, how they would like start talking English, then switch to Spanish, then English, and back and forth. Yeah, that's, that's Spanglish. Like, yeah, that's, that was Wild. so weird to me. Uh, well, let's see. Let's let's start diving into some video games because I think we got some good some good stuff to t- talk about this week. Good. Um, I have to say that I jumped back into Ghost of Tsushima. I am mm-hmm. hoping to get the platinum on that, and I'm very very c- close. I think if I don't get 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 it like tomorrow night, then I will on Monday. But I think I really only have like one more session, like a couple hours worth of just like. Go find this shrine and complete it and do stuff like that. Mm. So I'm excited for that one, but that's that's. Have you been using guides for that, or has Uh, it just been you going through it? I've been using guides for it now that I've beaten it, Um, because there was like there's one trophy, for example, that is like go buy something from the black dye merchant and the white Mm -hmm. dye merchant. And I had beaten the game, and I had never found the white die merchant. So I didn't want oh. to just like go to all the all of the question marks to like find which one was which. I was just like, just tell me where it is, and I will go and buy something stupid. Mm. But then, the, the, then there there is stuff like, hey, go bow to the ten hidden like sanctuaries mm-hmm. around. And it's like, well. If they're hidden, like, <laughs> there's no way I'm going <laughs> to find, find these things. So. Yeah. Yeah, but that's been good. Uh, that's been fun. I don't have much more of that. I did also beat Paper Mario. Oh. Yeah. Uh, rolled credits on Paper Mario. That game is good. I, I like it a lot. I, I, I think it was a lot of fun. It was a joy to play. Um, combat is... Both good and bad. Like I, I see what they were go 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 going for, and I like it to an extent. Mm-hmm. But then it ends up be being really repetitive for the most part. Uh, mm-hmm. And some of the puzzles, like the the whole combat system, is basically a puzzle. And some of those puzzles, like you, like I don't know how to solve the, the, those things. Yeah. And so it's just like this is kind of dumb. I, I don't know. Um, but I think the boss fights, for the most part, made up for that. I, th- I think when we first started talking about the game, I was like, I don't know, man. The boss fights are ridiculous. Like, they're a good challenge, but, like, it switches up combat, and I don't know. But, yeah, I, I ended up liking the boss fights a lot. Yeah, for sure. The boss fights are some of the high points of the game. Like, mm-hmm. first of the regular combat, like you said, it is a bit repetitive. So I, when I was playing, I just started skipping them 
I just didn't want to deal with it. But yeah. then the boss Which... fights, I really like how, like, the further you go with the bosses, it's just starting to be, you need strategy. You're starting to yeah. need a certain strat strategy. For example, the I remember the water elemental. Mm -hmm. You had to pay attention as to how much water it, it was filling itself up. Like, if yeah. it, it was full, you knew that the next turn, the the dragon would unleash like a full area area attack so yeah. it, what you would have to do is in order to have to counter that you would have to find the the spot for the earth elemental and that would then allow you to to kind of rise above the attack and then yeah. not take the damage so i like how it's starting to be more about a strategy yeah it it does that really, really well, too, because it's not, each boss isn't exactly like that, where it's like, oh, it has a special attack, and you have to do the one that counters it, and stuff, like, mm -hmm. it has some of that stuff in there, but then there's other aspects, sometimes they have multiple moves, or there's stages, or there's one boss that you end up playing rock, paper, scissors <laughs> with, yeah, and you you have to like like on the board there's a location for rock a location for paper a location for scissors and so you just oh. have to go to one of them hoping that it's the right one right and so, so some people can think that's kind of cheap but um mm. but but yeah like it's it's creative and i i really yeah. enjoy, enjoy, enjoy that um, yeah, I, I liked how the one with the pencils, you could use your power of the of the stretchy arms, but uh -huh. you couldn't use it if the if the whole pencil case was open. So before right. doing that, you would have to stomp on it so that it would close, and then you would be able to use that attack. But even then, if you didn't want to do that, you could still just hit it regularly. Yeah, ex exactly, exactly. Uh couple other things I wanted to mention about Paper Mario. I think it does... It, it, it has a lot more emotional moments than I was expecting. Um, there is one that a lot of people have been talking about online. Um, and I kind of made a joke about in my tweet when I beat the game. Um, but th there's more than just that one, too. And I, like, I, I think it does a really, really good job of kind of making you like oddly care for these characters like it's not that you spend a lot of time with them or, or that like they have some deep complex emotional background it's just like it's not what you would expect and it was just like oh this is this is more emotional than i realized huh okay mm. interesting so i think that's another high point for the game uh and Last but not least, I think one of my problems with the game, especially with the co combat, was the time li limit yeah. and stuff. That you have this uh, this time li 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 limit that you have to kind of strategize and make your move within that time. Or if the pieces aren't set, then you don't get the power up and all. You know, it's it's it, it was kind of frustrating to deal with that. But I ended up realizing that there are item shops or like accessory shops that you can go to in the game mm -hmm. if you find the right person and stuff uh and they will sell you these like charms 
that will um like hey your defense is now stronger so if you don't hit the like defend button in time it still won't do as much damage Mm -hmm. um there's one that will like give you 20 more seconds to every battle to every turn so i like by like halfway in the game i'd never felt like the timer was that big of a problem Mm -hmm. um just as as long as i went and bought those charms so be on the lookout for those if you guys think the the timer is a little bit much yeah, I didn't know that there were were charms in the game. Yeah, it's not much. There's only th- like three of them, I think. Um, no, but th- there's like three tiers of those three ones. So as the game progresses, you can like upgrade those charms to be like, oh, now instead of uh, you know giving you you know five extra hearts, it gives you t- 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 ten or something like mm. that. So. Cool. Yeah. That's it. That's all I've been playing this week. Yeah. So, Ghost of Tsushima is pretty much done. Paper Mario is done. Cool. Yeah, Paper Mario, I don't think I'll keep playing it. Like I said, I had my problems with the game, the especially the progression through the story, how it felt mm-hmm. like you would have to do... You wanted to do one thing, but to do that, you had to do another thing. And to do that, you yeah. would have to do another thing and so on so on. So, yeah, I think for now, I've given up on Paper Mario. I don't think I'll I gotcha. keep playing. That's fair. So because of that, I've just been jumping around all of the games that I have on my Switch that I either hadn't finished or hadn't even started. One was Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Ah. I only played a, a little bit of it right now. I don't remember why I stopped playing it. I, that's a game I, it was I too really funky enjoy. for Ignacio. <laughs> no, it, it is a game I, I really enjoyed. I think the country games are really good platformers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I popped in for a little bit. I had a lot of fun. And I think maybe I'll keep playing it. I don't know. Okay. Because I've been jumping through another other games. I... Popped into the messenger. Mm. I again left that game like halfway through, and again I don't remember why. And it was so hard for me to know exactly what I had to do, because I gotcha. Yeah, at first the game is pretty linear; just go on ahead and you go through levels and whatever. But then it gets to a point where it kind of gets like open world in a way, where okay. there are different areas and. And because of that, when I I got back to the game, I didn't know exactly what I had to do. The game doesn't tell you like, "Hey, go this, go to this part," and it doesn't have a waypoint. Gotcha. At most, it had like a vague saying of what I had to do, kind of like whatever, but it, it wasn't pretty clear. So because of that, I ended up dropping it again. The game that I played next was. Steam World Dig. I don't know if you've played that one. I have not. I've heard good things though. I think it's Dig. There are a lot of Steam World games. There I are. I think it's Dig. But yeah, it's, it's Steam World Dig. The basic premise is just that you're this robot. You go get to this kind of like Western place. 
everyone is a, a robot. And okay. you get to the, this western town, and it's basically you just have to dig, find treasure. You use a treasure to upgrade the town, which will then grant you newer upgrades, or you buy newer pickaxes, you better your your lantern. That all helps you to keep on digging further and further. And there are some rocks that you can you cannot break with a certain pickaxe, so you have to upgrade your pickaxe to get another one. And then you also find upgrades throughout the level. For example, gotcha. the one that I just got was now you can run faster, which means the those ground tiles that would would disappear once you touch them. Now you can just run through them so that you can get to the other place. Gotcha. So that's kind of the basic, like the basic premise. You keep digging them down and down while getting better. I played through SteamWorld Dig Two, and I remember really liking that, liking that game. And so now I I went back to SteamWorld Dig One, and I don't know. From what I remember, the game is pretty much the same, but I'm not getting that much enjoyment right now from it, and I don't know why. That's fair. I mean, some some t- some t- times when you play like a more modern version, it's difficult to go back yeah. to the original one. Yeah, the thing is, I don't remember how it is different. I remember it, it was pretty much the same game, I but I don't jump. know. I think I might stick with that one for now. Like, there's nothing I want to play on my Switch in the Horizon, so either that or just keep jumping around all the other games that I never finished. Gotcha. That's fair. That's. That's it on the Switch side. I'm still playing through Final Fantasy 15. I finally got to the part where it's, it stopped being open world and it's just then kind of like linear. Cool. I'm okay. still enjoying it as much as before. Like I said before, the story isn't that great. It isn't bad, though. The characters are what basically make the game. I really like the interactions and how real they feel. The the fact that I'm no longer in the open world never was a problem with me when I played it before. I don't think that the open world was used that well in this game. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. It, it was yeah. more just like, hey, you can drive along the road. Mm-hmm. It was like well, it was more of a cool, hassle. But, yeah, <laughs> having the open world there because you would have to drive where you had wherever you had to go. So yeah. now not having that, it, it is much better. That. I can just go through the story and not have all the spirits of downtime. But that works. But yeah, that's pretty much it on my thoughts on Final Fantasy fifteen. They're just the same as before and um not that far from the end. I would say four or five hours away from the game. Yeah. From the end. I, if if I remember correctly, when it does start to get more linear, that's mm-hmm. when the character had been like asleep or something for a couple of years. No, right? that's way later. No, okay. I, that's I don't, so I don't the know end. exactly where you're in then. That's what I was. No, that's so worth the end. Um. Okay. Well, there you go. But yeah, yeah, that's it on Final Fantasy 15. And then the other game that I kept playing, I again just want to give a shout out to Digimon Adventure on the PSP. Mm-hmm. Like I said before, I love how much of a how well it recreates this show. What's fun about it is that the game came out 15 years after the after Digimon came out. 
esque. And I love how. Yeah, they just keep, they just wanted to do something special for the anniversary, and it really shows how much how much work they put into it and how much love they put into it. Yeah, I've been rewatching the first Digimon anime, and I can see how there are certain things that they take from the show, even certain things that the characters say, like that they are not important in any way, but that they take it as or they do it at, like how it was in the show. And okay. I really love that, that attention to detail. One of my favorite things that the game does is that on the story, whenever they get a new evolution, they they just cut to a, to a cutscene where it's just the digi-evolution animation of the show. And they play, <laughs> they play Braveheart. And I love it so much. And also That's I funny. love how at the beginning of the game, when when they first get transported into the digital world, they just play the intro of the show, and with butterfly and all of that, and I love it so much. I love the, I really love how much love they put into the game. That's good though. That's yeah. Good. And that's, that's it. I don't have anything else to say. Other than that. Cool. Well, let's move on to housekeeping then, uh, and then we can get on to the news of the week after that. Okay. See, I guess I need to do the little jingle. Here we go. If you guys did not know, which hopefully you do by now, uh, we have multiple podcasts here at The Whatnots. You guys can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com, or t- type in uh, The Whatnots on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. And our shows will pop up right there. If you guys like what we do, patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. At our $3 tier, we have all kinds of exclusive content from all of our shows. Uh, And in fact, Ignacio, Melissa, of all people, had an idea for uh, 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 us to do uh, something for crossplay in which we all... We each share a story about a video game mystery, like something that's sure. in pop c- c- culture oh, or okay. something like that. So, yep. like for for example, a couple weeks ago when the big Nintendo Giga leak happened, right? Mm-hmm. It was confirmed that Luigi had models for Super Mario sixty four and stuff, right? Yeah, and like you that, didn't that know would... what L is real was yeah no so like that that would be considered a big video game mystery right okay she she had uh one and i don't remember what the name of it was i don't know but then did 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 you hear about um the like microsoft flight simulator tower in australia no no all right cool i'll 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 mention more about that towards the end of the show because that's coming up in our upper in our in our upper runners uh so we will dive into that i thought that was a funny story but yeah all kinds of exclusive content on our patreon and last but not least uh we'd like to give a big shout out to our patreon supporters at the five dollar tier so thank you sam for helping us out uh, and for supporting us and k- k- keeping the mics on. We appreciate it so much. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. Indeed. Okay, on to the news. 
Round two, fight. Epic versus Apple. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we, we have an update on this beef between Epic and Apple. Uh, let's see, this is coming from James Bachelor at gamesindustry.biz, and they write, Now a- a- Apple has blocked Fortnite from the App Store. iOS users are prevented from downloading future updates. So as the current in-game season comes to a close, Epic Games is making the occasion with a hashtag free Fortnite cup. Uh, It's a tournament, and I believe by time this episode goes live, uh, the tournament will already be done. Um, But since the original ban on Fortnite and Epic's subsequent lawsuit, the dispute has escalated with Apple terminating Epic's developer accounts and tools access. Uh, Then here is a quote from Apple. The problem Epic has created for itself is one that can easily be remedied if they submit an update of, of their app that reverts it to comply with the guidelines that they agreed to and which apply to all developers. We won't make an exception for Epic because we don't think it's right to put their business interests ahead of the guidelines that protect our customers. Damn. Yeah, so what I understand with Apple kind of revoking their access... Uh, their developer account and all of that stuff. It's not ju- 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 it's not just for it's not just for Epic, but it's for anyone using Unreal Engine four. Yeah, so Epic owns the Unreal Engine, so I'm I'm guessing Correct. somewhere Epic had a deal with Apple regarding the Unreal Engine. Or maybe the the whole developer account and tool access was somewhat connected directly to Epic's relation to Apple. So yeah, it's it's sad that all the people that are, are using those developer tools are getting caught in the crossfire. So that's yeah, that's bad. I mean, it to me it's, it seems like a thing. Just Apple, not necessarily being petty but just like look we mean business fuck off yeah right? like like if, like if we are up we're not standing down yeah no like if this is how you want to act then we will not deal with any of your products right um yeah which is kind of apple you know swinging their big dick and just being like here you go bam but yeah i i know this can also potentially hurt other developers and it blocks it blocks Epic from a whole lot of customers and stuff, which I think they filed for a restraining order, if I'm not mistaken. I think I read that. Yeah, that's what I heard, but I don't know exactly what that means in this context. Yeah, from what I understand it, so on August 28th I think is when this goes into effect when they lose access to their accounts and stuff like that um and I think this is kind of making it so that 
it's like a stay of execution of just like, hey, don't do that yet because it's not only us you're hurting now. It's other companies and other developers, mm. um, which from what I understand too, I, I, I don't remember if it was a giant beast cast or like waypoint radio or something um god i don't know why i can't remember but someone was talking about that was like at the end of the day the use case for people making games on mac or on ios using unreal engine 4 is probably relatively small yeah um but it is still something that they mentioned like, hey, there's a very real possibility that one of the games on Apple Arca- Arcade is using Unreal Engine. Or, oh. I, I don't yeah. know if that's actually true or not, but like that's a Maybe possibility, I right? Yeah it, yeah, it is a possibility. So, but yeah. It's wild. Yeah, no, I mean, this is clearly... On this point specifically, this is Apple trying to exert its dominance on their own platform. They don't want to be dragged around by Epic, so mm-hmm. they are just attacking Epic. This is this is basically just the next step after after banning after banning Fortnite. Yeah, this is the next step for them, and it really neither of the platforms are or neither of the companies are are standing back or standing down. And so far as with the route Epic is taking, at the end it might be good for for other developers. Like if if Epic does get its own way of of reducing the percentage that Apple takes, it can help help other publishers and developers on the platforms. But I, I just don't like the what they are doing right yeah. now. Like, the like you mentioned, they are doing about it. They are doing an in-game event with the hashtag Free Fortnite. They are, they are basically just trying to rile their own people to go against Apple, and this was also seen with the ad that they, or not the ad, but the video that they ran when the whole lawsuit started on their, on in-game, with the whole nineteen eighty something video, that also yeah. ended with Free Fortnite. They are clearly trying to rile up their own base to go after Apple, and when the when a big chunk of your base is kids, that's where it gets a bit iffy for me. Right? Yeah, I ag- agree. I I think it, from my perspective, I don't know how effective this w- w- would have been, but I I I think it would have been better for e- 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 Epic to kind of gather support. And you you know get other developers on their side yeah. and be like, hey, here's a letter with our demands for changes, you know, and here's the signatures of, you know, fifty other companies, right? That that could be affected by that, and I think that would have been a much classier way to go about that and yeah. then if apple started being pissy about it then just being like okay well if you're not gonna fight fair and you're gonna hurt other people th- you know then if they wanted to do that like 1984 style video i think i would have liked it more yeah but they but are I, not being classy yeah they're, they're the 
kind of throwing a hissy fit. But yeah. at the same time, what they're fighting for is kind of a good thing at the end of the day. So yeah, it's, kinda... it's just, it's a messy fight. Yeah, it's like the the means are the questionable part. The ends might be good, but the means are what's questionable here. Yeah, indeed. But yeah, and then with Apple's move of terminating the developer accounts and tool access, that might negatively impact Epic on their own stance because I could easily see all the developers here that are being affected. They could mm-hmm. easily see Epic just doing all of this stuff and especially with the free Fortnite and just take that as Epic trying to I don't know just fuck with Apple when they don't have to and then the the developers could easily turn against them who knows man who knows Mm -hmm. see I'm sure more with this story will be happening this next week for sure Uh, with how fast it's moving yeah. Probably. <laughs> Wild stuff, man. Let's move on to number two, which is all about Oculus VR. Apparently, they are going to be requiring you to use Facebook. You have an account. Uh, this is coming from Matt Kim over at IGN, who writes, Oculus announced uh, that starting on October 2020, first-time users on an Oculus VR headset will need to log in using a Facebook account. And that support for independent Oculus accounts will end after January 1st, 2023. Um, it, it seems like if you already have an Oculus account, you can use it for yeah. the next two years. But after those two years, they're basically going to be like, yeah, we're not supporting it after that. So yeah, you would have to link your there. account. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I on one hand, I get all the fuck Facebook and how people are worried about it because I really don't like Facebook and mm-hmm. seeing Facebook trying to jump Facebook into Oculus I see why people don't like that but on the other hand it's just not that big of a problem for me I use my Facebook account to log into all sorts of places if something lets me join with Facebook I probably would do that or do that already so to me, it isn't that big of a problem. Yeah, as someone I, I, who who I, is I think involved for, in this, for a lot of people, it's more so the track record that Facebook has of mishandling yeah. all that d- data and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and s- selling all your information. And I think connecting that to Facebook, I mean, t- to they are and stuff mm-hmm. gives gives them a brand new outlet of data, a brand new but like gold mine of you how see, you use and operate that. The thing here is that Facebook already owns Oculus, so in a way, your Oculus do, account yeah. is already a Facebook account. You're right. <laughs> so You're right. So it's, it's I mean not it's not different. It's yeah, it's not that different in the sense that at the end of the day they did own them, but I think for this one it's no longer like, oh, you have a spokesperson. It's just like oh here is actually facebook you know now you have mm. to deal straight straight with them yeah. um there's no like in between between there so yeah also uh, i i don't see why facebook needs to do that i mean in a in a sense i could see it being then just consolidating their all of their accounts into one yeah but i think then, that's what the article mentioned just consolidation yeah. 
But then, do you really need to do that on an Oculus product? You already have Oculus being something separate from Facebook. Do you really need to jump Facebook into there and just face out the Oculus account? I don't know. I don't think it's really necessary. I don't know, man. I mean, because Facebook is, I think, trying more and more to get into gaming, right? They now have all of the tech behind Mixer, if I'm not mistaken, right? Because that Mixer folded in folded and they were like okay everyone let's go to facebook and everyone was like no (laughs) (laughs) no Um, but yeah it 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 sounded like they were sharing some tech behind the scenes of like hey we're gonna give them access to all the mixer tech uh i know they they've signed some exclusive streamers on facebook um i mean they're they're trying right yeah they're for sure trying in a way, but still, Oculus is still a subsidiary of Facebook. It isn't part of Facebook itself. Yeah. So I don't, I don't see the need of doing this. Oh, to be honest, does, does Facebook own any studios? Like That's a good game? question. That's what I was thinking. I think Oculus does have its own studios, if I'm not mistaken. They might just have like an in-house, so one, but yeah. So then, Facebook would own it, own them, own them. Like to me, that is the next thing that I think I could see them getting into. Into just being like, oh, if Amazon is starting to put out games, like why can't we have a Facebook gaming studio, right? And just mm-hmm. do because they, I've I've seen them put out like Facebook original t- TV shows. I, I don't know how well they performed and I don't know if anyone actually watched them. I, I know they made in uh they made an adaption of an audio drama podcast called Lime Town. And I loved that podcast. And it was just like from Facebook Originals comes a world where you know and it was that stuff and I was just like who's who's watching this? Like, I don't mm. un- understand, but I like there's such a big company they own a bunch of vr companies they are into a bunch of artificial intelligence stuff they're trying to get more into gaming like i i can kind of see them going in that direction okay so i'm looking at the wikipedia page for oculus they Mm -hmm. have a section for oculus studio okay so i'm reading here that oculus studio is a division of oculus so then that would mean Facebook owns them. Uh, Facebook pledged to invest more than $500 million in Oculus Studios for games. By 2020, Facebook purchased Beat Games and Sansaro Games. Mm. Uh, and then Ready at Dawn, I think they also own, was acquired by Oculus in June 2020. I kind of remember that one, yeah. Huh? I didn't know that. Don't remember that. Interesting. But yeah, they do own studios. Uh, uh, Ready at Dawn, that's a huge get. Yeah. And Sansaro Games also, it is a name, a recognizable name. Interesting. So yeah, Facebook okay. technically does own studios. There you go. Mystery solved. Mystery solved. Uh, let's see. Number three on our list, Halo Infinite's development 
potentially hindered by outsourcing. Uh, this is coming from Jordan Oleman at IGN. Um, a report has surfaced this past week suggesting Halo's suggesting Halo Infinite's development and recent delay might have been affected by outsourcing, with the upcoming Halo TV show also apparently a significant distraction. An investigative report into the turbulent development cycle of Halo Infinite from Thurot alleges a number of factors have contributed to the game's troubled development and eventually delay from the Xbox Series X console launch into 2021. However, 343 Industries has responded and de denied that. Here is their statement. Uh, 343 Industries has a devoted tr tr transmedia team that is working with Showtime on the creation and production of the Halo TV show. This group is separate from the Halo Infinite development team Team. These are two completely independent projects with dedicated teams and leadership that do not impact one another. There you go. Mm -hmm. uh, I so I I saw this. I didn't think much of it because I I know studios kind of do this every now and then. Like they'll yep. outsource certain things. Like it's not uncommon to do that. Um, so I, I originally didn't really look into this story, um, but I, I guess some people were thinking that it led to troubled development. Well, I think there are two things that I think it's worth talking about. First, the claims that the TV show would was hindering the development. I think that that's ridiculous because it's clearly something different, something yeah. just separate. So I don't see how it would impact the game whatsoever. Well, the, the, to, to, to play devil's advocate on that, we know that the Mandalorian t t mm -hmm. TV show used a bunch of Unreal Engine 4 stuff for their back rounds. So it potentially like borrowing some of the artists and stuff to create like the CG effects and things mm, I doubt like that. It. But yeah, I, I, I doubt it, it sounds it's just, ridiculous too. So It's some other studios doing that false thing. And then the other thing was that it also, in this report, it came out that apparently the demo that we saw, or not the demo, I don't know exactly if it was a demo or just a CG trailer, but whatever we saw on 2019 for Halo Infinite, that apparently came from another studio, an outsourced studio. And what they report talking about the like teaser trailer where we see Master Chief in the ship with the the one dude. The yeah, pilot. I'm assuming it's that because that's something I I heard. It wasn't. I didn't read through the whole report. I've heard okay. several people talk about it, so don't know if they were talking about a demo that was shown closed doors or if it was the. I guess it should. It must have been the whatever teaser we got. That must have been it. But apparently, that teaser was created out. It was outsourced to someone else, and apparently, that created some unrealistic expectations mm. for the game. And then I'm... that reverberated to now with the gameplay demo. How disappointed people were because they're they were just so hyped 
from what we saw last year. Interesting. It might have been that first initial teaser that they put out where it's just, you know, it was like the landscapes and here's a deer and stuff like that. And there's animals and stuff. And it's kind of like zooming back. And then you see like the back of Master Chief's leg, right? Yeah. Or something. Uh, then we, that, we also that... saw him being rescued by the other guy, seeing him floating in space. Yeah. And all that. But the. Uh, so I, I mentioned that first teaser because that's the one that i remember speculating on the most of just like Mm -hmm. oh it looks like it's an open world it looks like this like that i think was like the first taste that we got which is what we would have done normally right just Mm -hmm. speculate on stuff but i'm now wondering if it's that one based on like oh expectations got out of hand yeah or it must have been that one but yeah the report apparently said that that was outsourced and so it creating all of these big expectations that created a problem in the end. How gotcha. when we saw when we eventually saw the gameplay demo, how people were disappointed because let's be honest, people were way too hyped from the original teaser. They were, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, before three has been like, nope, they're separate. Mm-hmm. Not affected by one another, which makes sense, right? Like, I I don't see why the people that make the video game would really be working on the TV show all that much, if at all. But um, you never know. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, what do I know? I I I kind of forgot that they were making a Halo TV show. (laughs) Apparently, that's still a thing. I feel like yeah. they announced that so many years ago, like around when the Xbox One came out. Well, the, I remember that they, like a long time ago, like I think Peter Jackson or, no, or someone Spielberg. was. Yeah, like Spielberg, or it was the guy that made District 9, uh, oh, Neil Blomkamp. I, I think he, he was somehow attached. And yeah, like it didn't work out, and so he took that money and then he made district nine and that's why the warthog is in district nine <laughs> there um all of that stuff and then it k- kind of went away yeah. uh but yeah then they brought it back and i know they announced who master chief would be he's uh i i, do, I don't remember the actor's name but if you guys have seen uh shit what's it called it's the neil G- gaiman show about God, um, American gods. If you've seen that show, uh, there's an actor who plays a leprechaun in that show, and they got that guy to be Master Ch- 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 Chief, supposedly. But that was announced like a year ago. Yeah, Maybe I don't know. More than that. So All I remember I is that Spielberg was attached to it. Um, nothing, came, no. nothing ever came out of it. They also made that, like, two or three episode thing. I think it eventually came out on Netflix. I think it had to... Well, Did it, it come out? There was something. There was a live action show uh, that was only, like, three episodes. I I, wonder, I think it was, like, a online thing instead. Like, it wasn't actually, like, a t- TV show. Um, mm. but yeah, it was 
live action, it focused on a bunch of like new recruits. Mm. And you saw you saw Master Chief like once in the whole thing, and he was there for like two seconds. But I don't know. Anyways, Halo is apparently making a TV show too on Showtime. So there you go. I don't think I've seen a Showtime original show. Period. Mm, yeah, no. Can't think I'm of looking it. at the Wikipedia entry for the Halo TV series. Okay. Spielberg is an exec- executive producer, according to this. And then it was announced on 2013. May 21st, 2013. Wild. And yeah. Principal photography began in October 2019. And that's it for filming. That's okay. all that there is on filming. And then coronavirus. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah, I mean, if if that only started principal photography in in tw- like October of twenty nineteen, and then Corona happened just like a couple months after that, like there's no way that the development of uh, Halo Infinite would have mm-hmm. really been affected by that, because at that stage they're just in like pre production of like thinking yeah. of what the story would be. And stuff like like they don't even have mm. like they they just started pr- pr- principal photography and stuff. So, mm-hmm. anyways, let's move on to number four here. Um, there was a big Avengers leak that happened this pa- past week. This one is also coming from Jordan Oleman over at IGN, um, and they write with the games beta now in the wild it didn't take long for data miners to begin pulling it apart and looking for hints as to as to the game's future and two separate and two separate delves into the code revealed listings for multiple unannounced playable characters i'm about to list them here if you guys don't want to know maybe just tune out for the next like 15, 20 seconds. I don't know. Starting now. Uh, there's Ant-Man, the Wasp, Vision, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, Falcon, Marvel, Mockingbird, Quake, Winter Soldier, Scarlet Witch, Captain Marvel, Kate Bishop, She-Hulk, and War Machine. Interesting stuff. Yeah. I, like, well, I'm, whenever you have a beta, you ha- gotta have all all of the leaks and the data mines. Of course, I'm I'm not uh, necessarily surprised by this lineup, except for a couple of them. Um, yeah. Well, c- yeah, I mean, considering Agents of Shield has yeah. done pretty well, uh, there there are some things that's like okay, that that makes sense that they would include those characters and stuff. Um, the one that's interesting t- to me is. Marvel. Uh, sure, yeah. Just, especially because they didn't really do much with Marvel in the movie, in yeah. Captain Marvel. Uh, but you know, kind of wasn't Marvel. Like, yeah, pretty much but, wasn't. Um, I mean, yes, stuff like Ant-Man and the Wasp, like, I'm I'm expecting them to be in there. Well, we knew Ant-Man was going to be in there. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, 
the most inter interesting thing here is that the the they announced that they were going to add six extra characters into the game. So I'm yeah. wondering what exactly these characters being in there means. If maybe it isn't six, but it is way more than that, or are they NPCs? And if they maybe are, if they are like characters, Smash Brothers style thing, where it's like, hey, season yeah. one you get these six, and then season two you get these six. Yeah, and I wonder if they are indeed characters that you can play in there. I wonder with these many characters how you would roll the, those out. Because they are plenty enough to just do it kind of like monthly and then you still get it a lot of time to... Right, yeah. You spread it through a lot of time. Yeah. Um, I have no idea or if they drop like two or three of them at a t t t t time. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Who knows? We'll have to see. I'm I'm excited yeah. though. Like I I I'm still skeptical on on the game, but I I'm excited nonetheless. Like I mm. want to see how all of this stuff p plays out. Yeah, um, I'm sold on the game, and I really hope that these characters are indeed going to be added as playable characters, especially Quake, since I want to play as her. And also, stuff. something interesting here is that there are plenty of characters here that would play kind of like the characters that are already in the game like war machine she hulk k yep. bishop would play like hawkeye okay. which we know will be added but then you are in quake which would play different than any other character falcon could play different doctor strange could play different falcon i imagine would be more like iron man where he's a flying yeah. type character he'd be he'd be similar to war machine i mm -hmm. think um, but yeah, and yeah, I'm mean, excited. Hope that they are playable, and I hope that I can play as Quake. No Wolverine, though. I'm yeah, okay, no okay with, but that seems well, like no, a surprising one. No mutants. Yep. No mutants. No mutants. No Fantastic Four. Wait, is Quake a mutant in the inhuman. comics? I don't remember. She's an inhuman. I, I yeah, I remember she's an inhuman. In I'm the pretty show, sure she's also like... an inhuman in the comics. I'm pretty okay. sure. I don't remember. But yeah, basically no mutants, of course, except for Scarlet Witch, which yeah, she's a mutant, but she still is in the MCU, so that doesn't count. But yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. I'm Hopefully excited. they will be at it. Yeah, uh, so hope, hope, hopefully it, it, it works out and hopefully this game is good. That's like the next big, mm -hmm. big no. game that is coming out. So we'll see how it does. Number five, uh, Nintendo had their Indie World Showcase um, that that happened this week. I, I heard a lot of good things. I got to watch it this morning, uh, so I've, I finally saw it. I liked it too, but I think, um, yeah, it, it was just good. It, it was pleasant yeah. it was t t t t t tight um mm -hmm. yeah I, I think yeah. it had a good flow i don't think i really have anything bad to say about, 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 about it they just did their thing and got out yeah let's see uh i i don't have everything listed here because there's a lot of stuff that they announced as they just kind of shot us through a bunch of it 
But here are some of the highlights. Uh, I'm kind of rating off of a rundown by Matt Wales over at Eurogamer. Um, so we know that Hades from Supergiant Games is coming to Switch this fall. I'm kind of excited about that one. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I've especially because it great things. It was an Epic Games exclusive. It was, yeah. I think it's only ever been there. And so yeah, because it's, it's it been in early access, and I, I don't think it's yeah. it's not out yet. So I think when it comes to Switch, will be the like, hey, here here we are, one point oh. Who knows? Yep. Or maybe they like recently went to one point oh. I don't remember. I don't know. Anyways, uh, Spirit Fairer is out now on Switch. That is also available on Game Pass um, right now. I've heard surprisingly good things about this game, too, that a lot of people are really liking it. It uh, doesn't really it seem like a game for me. It's So it looks kind of cutesy, almost anime-ish, but it's about... It's this, like, quiet, more serene story... That's a management sim about you transporting the souls of animals to the afterlife. And you have this ship that is floating on the river and you can like customize your ship and what rooms are on the ship and stuff like that. And basically, yeah, you just like befriend these souls and make memories with them and you can fish and go on adventures and stuff like that it, it just seems like very pleasant mm -hmm. and from what i've been hearing on podcasts and stuff that it's uh yeah it's 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 good it's very very pleasant and people enjoy enjoy it and it's surprisingly like it's surprising to them how much they are liking it so uh there's that and then manifold Garden is coming to Switch, P P PS4, and Xbox One eventually. I th I think I I didn't c c catch a release date on on that, um, but I've heard good things with that. I think Eurogamer mentioned that they put that on 2019's like top games, or it was one of their favorites or something like that. That seems like a cool puzzle game to check out. Mm. Well, yeah, it looks cool. It looks yeah, it, it, mind like it. It's kind of mind bending. It's a p p p puzzle like game that kind of takes place in this like all white kind of atmospheric. I don't even know where you are. Right, you're in some like weird dimension, and then it looks like you're moving these cubes around and connecting different locations and like big obstacles are moving like it's hard to explain but it looks really neat yeah also you said eventually i think it's out now it's 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 out now okay good yeah it is out uh, now. they they had a lot of stuff that was like and it's out now yeah which was pretty cool but yeah manifold garden is out now um after that, we got Subnautica and Subnautica Below Zero. Those are both coming to Switch in 2021. Uh, those are kind of like survival, almost horror games, uh, but they're all underwater. Yeah. Pretty much, I think it's about you crash landing on this other planet. Mm -hmm. And it all takes, um, takes place pretty much on a sea. 
And so it is about you swimming around, looking for stuff, upgrading your own ship and all, all that stuff. I, I think when Subnautica first came out, I think I caught Snowbike Mike streaming it. And I was like, oh, okay, good stuff. Good on you, Snowbike Mike. Um, Let's see, up next, Raji is a Switch timed exclusive, and it is available now. Um, this is an interesting game because it was made by an Indian dev team, and it mm-hmm. looks like it's pulling... F- from a lot of that culture and stuff like that it k- 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 kind of reminded me of prince of P- persia yeah especially since it had the run wall in there yeah yeah exactly Forward. so that's one to keep an eye on and it is a switch yep. timed exclusive uh up next yep. a short hike is available now on switch I have heard phenomenal things about a short hike, and I'm mm-hmm. thinking about eventually p- picking up this game. From what I understand, it's a lot like Breath of the Wild in the sense that, like, exploration is is open, and you can do whatever you want. Isn't it like that? But I've heard it's also very short. Yeah, it's only yeah. like two hours, and like the whole the whole conceit of the game is you are waiting on a call, but you don't have cell service, so you try to hike to the t- top of the mountain, and to get there, like you need like certain tools, or you need like you you, you need a way up there, and so yeah, you just start mm-hmm. exploring and start like running into p- people and stuff, and they'll be like, hey, I'll give you a compass if you do X, if you do something for me, right? Or, yeah. um, hey, I'll g- give you like a hang glider if you, you know, give me 50 bucks. And it's like, well, I don't have money, but I can sell fish to get money and then I can go do it. Yeah, there's just like all sorts of stuff that you can do, apparently. Yeah. It is a short, short hike. Indeed. But I've heard good things. Good, good things. Yeah, it looks cool. That is short. Uh, up next, Untitled Goose Game is getting a co-op mode. Game of have, the Year winner, Untitled Goose Game. Right. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed that game. I think it would be a lot of fun to play with a second person. Do I necessarily <laughs> need that though? Not really. Yeah. But I think looking this at the trailer. Me. Looking at the trailer, I felt so bad for everyone in the trailer. <laughs> Every human of how to deal with all these ghosts, They're, all these oh geese. My God, yeah, because like that's the whole thing of like you're just an asshole goose, like honking yeah, at what, people and stuff. And then there's that a one. Second one, it's, end, it was just mean. It was the, just... the one at the end with the boy and his glasses that they've gotten him to t- 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 take off and lose. He is in like hurricane ducking c- 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 and cover position yeah. and they're just circling him being like ah, 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 ah. <laughs> so mean so funny mm-hmm. um but yeah so that's getting a free co-op mode coming this fall and last but not least the last thing that i want to mention is grindstone is coming to switch this year in the fall um mm. this one i think is notable because when apple arcade first launched this was one of the 
games that was on there. And this was yeah. a lot of people's favorites. They said that yeah. this one was incredible. And um, as of right now, that Apple Arcade is the only place that you can get that game. You cannot just buy it on your phone as an app separately. Like you have to get Apple Arcade. Um, mm-hmm. So for the fact that the fact that it's out on Switch is like, hey, if you liked it, this is a way that you can get that game without supporting Apple Arcade if you don't have it um, or if you just don't want to pay the five bucks a month. Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah, I wonder how much it will cost because last time we saw a game coming from Apple Arcade to the Switch, I think they charge a good amount. So I wonder how much they will charge, especially since Apple Arcade is, what, five bucks? I never played the game, but yeah, I think Apple Arcade is five bucks. So since I never played it, I don't really know how long it is or what a fair price should be. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do. And because I know you play the game on your phone with a touch screen. Mm-hmm. But are they gonna be using con- like the controls on the thing, or is it touchscreen only, or what mm. is happening with that? So mm. I don't know. Yeah, I know a lot of people are excited for all of that stuff. Yep. Uh, but yeah, Indie World Showcase, man. I think they did a good job. Yeah, like I said before, it was a good pace. As to the quality of the games, it is an indie showcase, so. If you are into indies, this was a show for you. If not, then I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm I mean, still I, lo- I think looking forward a full Nintendo Switch. Yeah, Nintendo I think theory. there's always one or two things you guys can yeah. find from an indie thing, and it's it's good to just keep an eye on that stuff to be like, mm-hmm. hey, like this stuff is coming out real soon. Yeah, um, it might be something different, or to hold you until the next big big game whenever that might be uh-huh. so we don't know we did st- we still don't know shit about what nintendo is putting nope. out on their platform for the rest of the year yep so who knows that stuff uh ignacio yo when is so you mentioned to me before we oh, started yeah. the podcast that i think there's a stream for rocksteady suicide squad thing is that at uh, should be in eight minutes eight minutes okay I think what we're going to do is we are going to take a quick break, uh, something we don't normally do. Ignacio and I are going to go watch that stream, uh, and then we will come back. When that is done, we will talk about it, and then we will continue on with the rest of our show after that. Uh, So we will see you in just a little bit. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we are here. We took a quick break uh, to watch the Suicide Squad kill the Justice League uh, live stream happening at Fandome, uh, at DC Fandome right now. Uh, we're jumping right into our new and notable section because uh, we got at least... Two Batman games and a few uh, other things to mention um, with all of that stuff. Let's let's start out with uh, the stuff that the, the news that came out this morning with WB Montreal's. 
game? Or or do do you want to j- 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 jump in straight to Suicide Squad since we just suic- watched that one? Yeah, I would say Suicide Squad before I forget anything because we don't have anything written. Okay, I I took a couple notes, but there's not much. So yeah, so we just saw the Suicide Squad kill the Justice League uh, cinematic trailer. Uh, the first big thing that I noticed was that it is coming out in 2022. Yeah, still, still a ways away. Still away. Yeah, um, which I, to be honest, a little disappointed in. But yeah, for sure, hey, especially it, since it's been several years since Rocksteady released the game. Yeah, I think it's been seven years since Night. And then after that, they did Arkham VR. Yeah. So, so it's I mean, been it, quite a quite a while. That said, I thought this cinematic trailer looked awesome. Yeah, it looked cool, and most of all, it looked so different from the Arkham games. It like, really did. Yeah, I mean, tone so, wise. Yeah, tone wise, it's completely different. It does feel like Suicide Squad. It does feel. Uh, they, well, they they didn't go like full on Suicide Squad movie that first mm-hmm. one we had because that one was more like Hot Topic the movie. Sure. But I I I feel like just from that small space, they it seems like they have a good balance. Team has a good dynamic. It's characters that we know. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. seem funny. They seem in character. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like I I'm I'm really digging what we saw so far from that one um yeah we didn't see anything else other than the the cinematic trailer yeah especially considering the release date is 2022 we didn't get yeah. a- 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 any kind of gameplay or s- stuff like that which again i was like man i hoped i ho- I, I i had hoped that we would have seen gameplay but yeah uh, they did share a couple details Mm-hmm. Uh, you can play the game solo or one to four player co-op. Oh, um, so you can go up to four. Yeah, they they specify that uh. you can go up to four player co-op. Uh, if you play solo, then it will load three bots in as your companions that will play the mm-hmm. other characters. And I missed it because I I was opening up my phone so I could write some notes down. I don't know if he said you could switch between the characters or not. I'll have to go back and see yeah, if I, I can know. look at that. I, I I didn't hear that part. Okay, then maybe not then. So don't don't get hyped up on that. But one to four players co-op uh, where you can play it all solo. You can play as Harley, Deadshot, Boomerang, or King Shark. Boomerang. Um, Captain yeah, Boomerang. Yeah, Captain Boomerang. Uh, it's set in Matro... In matro-, 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 matro- Set in Metropolis, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm excited about that we get to see somewhere other than Gotham. Yeah, uh, and they said that the, it. According Go ahead. to the, I don't know who he was that was talking from Brook City. Was he the director? I, the, I don't remember his exact title. It was Sefton Hall, I believe was his name. I don't know. Sefton well, Hall. <laughs> well, he talked about how Metropolis was going to be like this fifth character. So yeah, they, he talked about how they put some emphasis on the city of Metropolis itself. Yeah, which is good. Which is what I fell yeah. in love with with the Arkham games that they made. Exactly. Is that there was just so much detail, so much like rich, 
Easter eggs and references mm-hmm. to this thing and that thing. And it was just like, ah, oh, they really did their research with that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see all of that in Metropolis as well. Um, but from the trailer, it, uh, I guess to k- kind of give like a basic setup and synopsis of what is happening, it seems like Brainiac has done some things and is taking yeah, over. He's invading. People, or yeah, he has like an alien force. They didn't look like dominators, but they didn't look like Kaluans either. Your generic alien invader. Yeah, alien kind of looking thing. Um, Yeah, and the Suicide Squad has been tasked to not only kill a bunch of them, but their main mission has been to kill Superman, kill the Justice League. Um, They did not comment, though, beyond... Superman. Yeah. Right? Like they said the name is Kill the Justice League, but then they only show Superman in that tr- trailer and only mention him. Like, oh, we yeah. gotta k- k- kill the big guy. Right? Um, yeah, I liked how they introduced him in the trailer. Yeah. So it, it looks Especially like. King Shark. He's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it looks like uh, Superman is also being mind controlled by Brainiac because that's yeah. one of Brainiac's powers. And stuff like that. So, yeah, Batman. I mean, uh, Superman has gone evil, and the super. Mm-hmm. I was God damn, I cannot speak. The Suicide Squad, this Super Side Squad. Uh, <laughs> they they have to take out Superman. Yeah. At least, dude. I think it looks fun. Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. The tone of it, the the banter in between the characters. And then again, the scene with Superman, how it, Superman itself was being super serious, but then the team was still being just so comedic. I really love the tone of it. Yeah. And yeah. it's also incredible how it is set in the universe of the Arkham games. Yeah. That's um, what they said. Which, which is going to be interesting because we don't know when or where sense. it sets. It yeah. doesn't make sense because of that shot in particular. True. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe, yeah. Did, did, did he die in the Arkham games or no? Did he, no. was he just in a different costume? No, the last time we saw him was in City. I mean, timeline wise, it was in City and it was just Batman apprehended him. Okay. So, I mean, maybe he but... got out and has a different costume and stuff. Also different skin tone. He was white in the, in the Arkham games. Really? Yeah. I don't remember I that. mean, in City, you barely see him without being fully covered with his costume. There's... I was looking at it right now before we we started recording. Mm-hmm. That there are, like, some five seconds where you see his skin. But, yeah, he's white in there. Okay. In... Uh... I don't remember... I. I want to say he's white in the c- c- comics as well, but yeah. I don't remember. I don't know if I've actually seen him without his mask off. Well, he's Will Smith in the movie. So right. I'm guessing they are taking the inspiration from that. After them, yeah. I'll drop a link for you for the video that I was watching. The final five... It, you really don't see it much. It, it really is like five seconds where you see him without any... Okay. Any 
recovery. Whatever. Well, it's being fine. Maybe it's a... Uh... A reverse Michael Jackson. Yeah, or like uh, just uh, someone with the same name, right? Like, my name is John Smith, and I am the only John Smith on the planet Earth. Uh, yeah, right, buddy. Yeah, well, apparently... Maybe there's another Floyd. He's still Floyd Lowe. <laughs> Floyd... Yeah. yeah, sure. I dropped the link for you, if you want to check okay, it out. Okay, cool. Uh, let's see what this is. Copy and paste. See what that is. Batman Arkham City. Play. Batman, are you too scared to face me? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. It's whatever. Yeah, he does look like a white guy in that. Yeah. A grubby old white guy. But still, other than that, I. I, I like the Whatever. fact that it is connected to the Arkham universe. Yeah. I hope that they, by doing that, they can still fill in a bit of the parts as, as to what's, what happened after night, hopefully. That, or if, if we want to get really into the weeds, this could be another universe, right? They Somehow say, something. They say it, it is the same universe. Well, I mean, like, yeah, but like the DC multiverse is a thing. I'm wondering if sure. they're like putting that in there somehow. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm, saying, I'm just if you're saying it is the same stuff. universe, I doubt you mean it's a parallel universe. Anyways, I yeah. think it looks good. The, I'm excited. Yeah, it looks good. I like the tone. I still want to see the gameplay, how they tackled it being four characters at all times, apparently. Mm-hmm. I want to know how that affects gameplay. Yeah, indeed. Mm -hmm. Well, moving on to the next Batman game, we also know WB Montreal's Gotham Knights uh, mm -hmm. is going to be coming out in uh, 2021. That was announced this morning at DC Fandom. I actually uh, was kind of monitoring the live stream as Melissa and I were recording the captain's log this morning so i got to watch it in the midst of that stuff uh, and then went back to watch it later on but this is an interesting one because you can play it as solo or, 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 or as a two-player co-op game even though there are also four characters that you can play yeah. as uh you can play as red robin Batgirl, <laughs> nightwing um, the chain no, that's his. That's his. His name. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. Red, Red Hood. Bed, no, th there is Red Hood. Then there's Red Robin. No, in the game Red it Robin. is Red Hood, and then there's Robin. I mean, he is Robin, but that Robin goes on to change his name to Red Robin. <laughs> I will send you the link right now. Uh, okay, then I'll send you the link with the where they say which characters they are. And he's Red Robin here. Comics. Here we go. Uh, you know, Wikipedia. That way, or look up Tim D Drake. That's who he is. Drake Red Robin. There we go. Drake. Um. 
Well, the point is, he's Robin here. Yeah. Not Red Robin. Not the fast food chain. No, he's right? not the fast food the... Cha- chain. Yeah. Um, so that 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 link should to take you to the Wikipedia page. I put that in our doc, but yeah. Um, he after he like he he is Robin for a while and then wants to like go out on his own and so he changes his name to Red Robin. So that's just what I know him as. Like I could also say that Nightwing is also Robin because he was Robin too, and Robin Red here. Hood is also Robin. So, but yeah, um, you can play as all four of them. However, if you want to do co-op, you can only do two-player co-op. Um, and then it gave a little bit about the story. It looks like it picked mm. up right after the Batman Arkham Knight nope. storyline, kind of. It isn't the same universe. It's not? I don't know, man. Nope. It looked cuz it looked like they they did the thing where they exploded at all, right? At the end of well, that game, which is what they did. Yeah, but the the thing is that here you play as Batgirl as Barbara Gordon's Batgirl. And if you remember from Arkham Knight, she was at that point Oracle. She was in the wheelchair. Uh, good call. Um Yeah, so so I guess it's set in its own thing, but uh, it alludes to Batman being dead. Yeah. But we don't know if he's dead or if he's just missing or what's happening. Don't really know what, but it is time for these four uh, Bat family members to step up and uh, become Gotham Knights. Yeah, so Batman's presumed dead, and there's also the Court of Owls going around in, in the game, so you have to assume... Probably he isn't dead. He's just he's he just confronted the court of court of owls and yeah disappeared. Exactly. Also, yeah, one but... thing if you, if you pay attention on the trailer, they start saying you hear like a news person talking, and that person said we can confirm that Bruce Wayne that 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 doesn't have to yeah. say it's dead or was found dead. Yeah, they stop like right so before that. That's like a fake out to say he is gone missing or something mm-hmm. like that, which exactly. would which go would with sense. the with the Court of Owls from the comics, which in which he exactly. disappears because he gets trapped in the maze. Exactly. Um, yeah, at, at the kind of end of that trailer, it kind of goes dark, and you hear this like weird, creepy voice that is doing some like nursery style rhyme. Uh, we see some Court of Owls. People, some thugs with the mask on and stuff, and then they mention Talon. Um, mm-hmm. that he 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 will go after you and stuff like that. So, yeah. What's this? You just put a tweet it's from just Greg information Miller? on the characters. Ah, okay. Gotham Knight yeah. sounds marvelous. Blah blah blah. I'll read that later on. Um, yeah, yeah. So I I liked that one as well, though this one had some interesting changes uh-huh. uh, to the. Game. It looked like they are starting to incorporate a little bit more RPG elements yeah, which to the game. It gave me a lot of flashbacks to AC Origins. Yeah. Uh, and that has me worried, to be honest. That's, well, yeah, like, I, I, I don't know. I, 
I'm... Because you can see that the, the enemies have levels. Like right. You see the enemy levels on top of their heads. And then you see numbers pop up. And you see when, when you your character gets like experience. That, yeah. So one of my my problems that I had with AC Origins was that you, at some point, you would have to inevitably grind. If you didn't have a certain level, you weren't able to progress with the story. Mm-hmm. And it would force you to play in a certain way, which... It's not a way that I like to play games. And it's not the way that the Arkham games had that have been before that. So that's my worry that it will go the way of AC Origins and later AC Odyssey, which yeah. made me not not like the series anymore. I love the Arkham games just like before I used to love the AC games. Yeah, no. it looks like both of That's these of developers words. are trying to like slowly get away from the Arkham stuff, right? Like, yeah, Gotham Knights also dropped the Arkham name. That's no longer in the air, and mm-hmm. uh, Rocksteady moved on to Suicide Squad, right? Yeah. So I mean, th- the gameplay was still there. It was still pretty much playing as an Arkham game. Yeah, I really love the even the travels so through the to the city that we saw for minimal that it was. It reminded me a lot of Arkham Knight, which mm-hmm. with the with the bat cycle, I know. Yeah, and also the combat, the traversal. It did look like it's it still had the all of the predator stuff in there. So hopefully they don't take away that in favor of more of an action game. Yeah, especially since that's you're the thing, playing. Like, I was hesitant when they introduced that stuff into Assassin's Creed. However, I liked Origins. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I don't mind some of that RPG stuff. It, yeah, like you, you, you made some good points. Sometimes, like you might get to a certain spot. It's like, okay, that's not in my power level. I need to go grind and stuff like that, and that's no fun. But. Uh, yeah, like I think for the most part, I I don't mind it, so I'm willing to see what they do with the game. But I'm also, mm. I like I, I'm I'm happy that they changed the name or they like they got rid of the Arkham name. If they, if they sure. k- kept it, yeah. uh, like uh, 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 Arkham Knights Two or something, right? And then mm. started to introduce that stuff, I think I'd be a little more upset. I'm like, okay, you're starting to yeah. make something different here. Yeah, for sure. And. I, I think they have the freedom to do, do that now that it's a different name. Similar gameplay, though, but just mm-hmm. starting to tweak some of that stuff. Yeah. The other point that had me worried watching the gameplay was that they showed the boss fight against Mr. Freeze in the game. And I thought that it just looked very generic. Like It looked like... The same kind of boss fight you would see in the Division or now in the Avengers game or yeah all of these other games. Whereas before, in the other Arkham games, all of, or most of the boss fights were pretty unique. Especially well, the the Mister Freeze boss fights were pretty. Yeah, that, unique. One, that one was good. So they and they then did now show we have a generic one. Like right at the end there, we didn't get to see much of it, but it, we see Mister Freeze on his like weather manipulation device Mm -hmm. but by the way mr furries at least in that part of the game has like changed the weather in gotham so there's a bunch of lightning it's getting really cold it's 
freezing. Um, but it looks like there were these like electric currents that were going out of the device along the ground and rotating mm-hmm. like you would see in like a typical boss fight, right? Where you have to like dodge the attack. So I'm, I'm wondering if there's going to be things like, okay, after a certain amount of t- time, he's g- 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 gonna like hop up there. You then, instead of having to fight him, have to like hit the machines or do something to like make it explode and that knocks him off. And then you can go fight him some more. Then he'll get back on there. I I I I I I, I don't know, but like mm. we could still potentially see some interesting boss fights. But you do bring up a good point that it did look a little bit more. Yeah, like like the division or like what you would see in Assassin's yeah. Creed. I mean, pretty much here, Mister Freeze was just a bigger enemy with the same enemy, just with a bigger life bar and with a big gun, and that yeah. just reminds me a lot of games like the Division, yeah. which that would be a boss in there, pretty much. Yeah. But it, I, it does look like the game is gonna be meaty, which. Yeah. Seeing the the gameplay, other than the, other than that that boss fight in specific, it did see look like Arkham gameplay and Arkham traversal. So, and it it, it also is going to be, I'm assuming, a good story, and it it looks like it's gonna be meaty because apparently this was just twelve hours into the campaign, okay. and about halfway through Mister Freeze's campaign in specific. And apparently yeah. there will be four big enemies. So if it's just halfway through Mr. Freeze and that's 12 hours in and that there are four, it doesn't seem like it's going to be a long game. 25, 30-ish. Yeah, something. Mm. I'm down with that, though. Like, I I <laughs> thought I thought these both looked phenomenal. And I'm, I'm psyched to get to play them. Yeah, I for sure still want to play it. It still looked like, at least the gameplay looked a lot like the other Arkham games. Indeed. I mean, it looks so pretty. It really <laughs> does. It does. They look so good. Yeah. And oh, just the cinematic trailer for Suicide Squad looked great. It was mm-hmm. acted so well. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Moving on here a bit in our new and notable section. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Is official. Uh, That's one hell of a long game. Long game. Uh, Why did they abbreviate this one too? It's like Pod Blops CW. Exactly. Pod Blops K. I don't know. Um, Yeah, I we I don't think we know a release date with that yet, right? No. Uh, I'm still pretty impressed that it took them this long to actually announce the game. Right? Yeah, because I think usually at this point we know what the game is, we know what it looks like, we know yeah. when it's coming out, and we don't know a uh-huh. thing. Um, so that is also kind of making me think if this might be a launch title, like a like a, a it, thing that they do like a cross generational, but it yeah, launches be. on the same day. That's why they can't announce I, I, it. I don't know if it launches on the same day, but I do expect it to be also there also be a next gen version. Right, yeah. We saw that already last time with, I think it was Call of Duty Ghost, which came out right in time for the next gen. But it also uh, came yes, out on the previous Yes, the memorable Call of Duty Ghosts. 
hey, it has a level here in Chile, so it is pretty <laughs> memorable. Yeah, but yeah, so I, I don't know. Good that we'll, we finally we'll know what this year's Call of Duty. Well, maybe this year's Call of Duty we don't know. Maybe right, we'll yeah. punt it to next year. Coming out in January 2021. Who knows? Yeah. And also, they don't have any hurry to to actually release a new Call of Duty game since they have Warzone. And Warzone is right. doing so well for them. You are correct. That, that would be one thing I would like to see from that franchise. Like, don't do every year. Hmm. Skip a year. Or, like, have one year be the, like, campaign story-focused one, and then, like, the next year do, like, a big update to their Battle Royale and stuff like that. Yeah, but the thing there is that they still make a lot of money from Call of Duty, so why, why just not release a yeah, game in a year if I you know, know it will sell? Money talks. Exactly. These are companies, after all. Uh, next up, Ghost of Tsushima is getting a free co-op update this fall called Ghost of Tsushima Legends. Um, this looks like a 1-4 to four player co-op uh, thing that you can do. I, it looks like there's a bunch of missions. I think they mentioned there's going to be raids and stuff like mm. that. And it looks like it's leaning into the more like mystical stuff. Yeah. Spirits things which is i think I, one thing that a lot of people were hoping for in yeah Joseph's. i did not see this coming at all oh no not me i yeah no i this is crazy i saw this yeah. and i was like what this exactly. is it looks really really cool mm -hmm. um but but yeah like i don't know like i do, it doesn't necessarily look like you can play it solo though i i don't think they specified mm. that or they said it was like it, you had to do it co-op or something mm. i don't know i don't know um but if if it's co-op only then probably not for me mm -hmm. but who knows it, it did look good like it looks yeah. I, mean, I mean that game looks beautiful in general but just to then like see them go into these like mystical landscapes where like things are floating in midair mm -hmm. and oh, i was like oh that looks which really is cool it's nothing like the core game which is not so grounded yeah not at yeah. all that looks good yeah. good for them for like good. good for them not having that leak to be like oh yeah we're also working on a co-op yeah mode thing good death loop has been delayed to q2 2021 Fuck. I am bummed about this one. Yeah. Yeah. This was going to be a PlayStation launch title, if I'm not mistaken, for PlayStation 5. I think it was also a console know. exclusive, right? Yeah, it is a console exclusive. I don't know if it's if we knew it was going to be a launch, a launch title. Okay. It may, may have just been launch window then. But, but yeah, like this was, I think, you, you know, Xbox just uh, had Halo delayed mm -hmm. playstation 5 now just has death loop delayed yeah. which is not this uh, you know not the same system seller kind of thing right but mm. this was still one that i was really really looking forward to um yeah but i i am still excited about this game i think it's going to be fantastic uh in our upper runners we have a little bit of information on how the dual sense controller will work yep. with this game too so we'll get 
get at in just a bit. Uh, but yeah, yeah that's it been is de- a huge, delayed. It is a huge bummer. Uh, me being a huge Dishonored fan, and this mm-hmm. giving me such Dishonored vibes. Yeah. I'm pretty bummed that we'll have to wait longer to play it. Exactly. Uh, last but not least in our new and notable section, Ignacio, you can always be the pervert that you've wanted to be. <laughs> Master Roshi Thank you. is coming to Dragon Ball Fighter Z next month. Fighters. Fighters. What a terrible yeah. name. Uh, but yeah, Master Roshi. Who would who would have thought? Terrible. He'll be in his himself. big old, big old strong self. You know, in his Kamehameha. On there. Yeah, that's fun. I mean, it, it does make sense in a way because they are already in season pass three, and they, <laughs> this is I think it's the second character that they've announced of out of five. So it does make sense that to include Roshi in there, uh, since he was a part of the Tournament of Power, mm-hmm. the latest arc. So it's it's cool to see him in there. I haven't played Fighters in a while. I have none of the season pass. But it's cool to see him there. It's cool that they are still supporting the game. Now, you All said season there. pass, but if it's Master Fighter. Roshi, I, I I bet that he thought someone said, see some a- a- ass, and that's why he was there, right? No? <laughs> uh, uh, no. But I'm... Also, I think it's Fighter Pass, not season pass. Whatever. Bite yeah. her ass? Man, oh, sign God, me up. <laughs> you need to be stuffed, Kyle. Um, yeah, that wraps us up for new and notable. So let's go into our upper runners. Apparently, Ubisoft Collector's Editions of games will apparently no longer come with physical co- copies of the games on Xbox. However, they still will on PlayStation. What? This is yeah. the first that, that I have that I've heard of this. I saw it going around on Twitter. I, I yeah, don't really have much to say on it because I don't really buy collector's editions. But I, I guess this is just a step forward in like collector's editions also going digital. Mm, kind of. Yeah, I guess we'll see. We'll I've see always this... found it so weird whenever a collector's edition doesn't come with the game. Like you're paying all this much money for the game, and you're not even including the game itself. Like I, I, I think always it'd find be, it so weird. I think it'd be good to offer both options, right? Like if you do sure. want the physical version, yeah, it's a collector's edition. That makes sense mm-hmm. to like buy the physical one. But sometimes, like. They come with a neat statue, and that's like mm-hmm. the only thing that you want, right? And so it's just like, hey, I'll buy the the collector's edition, but I don't want a physical game. Like, mm-hmm. give me the d- 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 digital one. Yeah. Also, who knows? weird that not on Xbox, but still on PlayStation. Why? <laughs> I have no idea. No idea. Did, did PlayStation give you a deal to keep them in there? Did Xbox say that they don't care anymore if they include? on there well Why? yeah i mean I, I guess that's the thing it depends on where ubisoft is getting the games printed and like what games sure. they are or stuff like that if it's a well i, I guess they're third party so playstation or xbox aren't publishing them so playstation no. and xbox aren't the ones paying for the discs to be made this is just uh-huh. 
this is a decision on Ubisoft that I guess Microsoft is maybe just pushing for more digital only. Oh, maybe, you know what? What? You know what? I bet it's because of the, uh, like, uh, what do they call it? Not, well, yeah. What, what's the, the smart, smart delivery? delivery thing? Yeah. Right. Like if, if you buy a physical copy of the game, mm. it, you still get smart delivery with the physical version. I'm pretty you sure. You do? It would know. be pretty weird for the messaging if they excluded physical king. Okay. I don't know, but weird, yeah. weird story. Very weird. Next up, apparently there was an ad agency that donated to a couple Twitch streamers using their text-to-speech programs to advertise for their clients. And of course, streamers were pissed. Um. I, I had no idea what this meant when I first saw this story. I was like, what mm -hmm. is happening? Um, I I read a, a, a article on Kotaku about this by Nathan Grayson. And apparently, yeah, there is an ad agency that represented uh, Burger King. Yeah. And they were going on to someone's stream that mm -hmm. had a text-to-speech thing. So if you donated like $5, right, you could type in a message and it would say it out loud on the stream. So this ad c c company would donate uh, a certain amount of money um, that was equal to the to uh, like a certain number of things from Burger King and their message would be what it is that they bought. So it's like, hey, you can get a cheeseburger and a drink and some fries for $3.99. Yeah, basically promoting a menu item. Yeah, and so like it's was kind of strange, right, to see that yeah. happen and then they were doing it repeatedly to multiple people and at some point someone was like, all right, dude, are you going to sponsor me or what? yeah because like i make all my advert all my money off of advertisements and stuff like that so yeah got pissed on one hand you just take advantage of a loophole on the other hand right, yeah. this is a pretty shitty thing to do yeah to basically oh. force an ad onto someone it's a pretty shitty thing to do and the weird part here is that i first heard of this because People were just sharing around Twitter a video that I think this ad company put out where they were kind of like boasting about what they did. Yeah, like, oh, look at this neat new ad. <laughs> look at this, the thing that we campaign. did. Look how we just tipped all these streamers to for, to have them talk about our menu item. Yeah, what? Uh, fuck that. <laughs> like, you That's couldn't it. have foreseen people not liking this? Shitty thing to do, man. Yeah. Uh, well, in other news, PlayStation has released their first commercial for PlayStation 5, uh, and no games were shown. It was more of a tone piece. I, I haven't yeah. seen it yet. Have have, 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 have you ch checked it out? No? No. Uh, yeah, so it, it looks like it's more of like a tone piece. Like, oh, get Which is pretty games. standard. PlayStation 5. It, it yeah. is pretty standard. I still remember the one that they did for the PS4, mm -hmm. which yeah. was just setting the tone, not not really showing any game. Indeed. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of PlayStation 5, we got a little bit more uh, information on the DualSense controller and its haptic feedback. Uh, I mentioned previously uh, Deathloop was delayed into 2021. Apparently, in games like Deathloop, if your gun jams, then the controller has the ability to lock the triggers. But mm-hmm. it feels like you know your controller has j- j- jammed. Too, which I think is brilliant. Yeah, it, it is pretty cool. And the way that I saw this being framed was like, you could feel the jump, the trigger being jumped before you realized that, that the gun, or before you saw in the game that the gun was jumped. Yeah, so that's one, one cool all thing. The animation. Which I, yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. It reminded me a lot of the, of the light bar on the DualShock 4 and how I used it while playing Resident Evil 3, how it, for me, it was easier to realize the amount of life that I had by looking at the light bar mm-hmm. than actually paying attention to my health in the game. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was, it was pretty cool. And also the fact that the trigger jumps when your gun jumps, I think it's also pretty cool. They also mentioned uh, for stuff like Miles Morales, if you get hit uh, by a bad mm-hmm. Guy, you'll know which direction it's c- c- coming f- from based yeah. on the vibration. Uh, you they know, your spider senses. How, exactly. Like that. How yeah, it would so. be like your spider sense. How you would feel it in the controller. Interesting. See, what would be neat mm-hmm. is if the it vibrated before you got hit because that's how his spider sense actually works. Like it warns yeah. him before you get hit, not just when mm-hmm. you get hit. Yeah, it's, that would be pretty cool. That would be neat. So yeah, there's a little bit more information out there on some of the neat things that it will do. Uh, if you guys want to go look that up, uh, Microsoft has revealed the new dashboard for the Series X. Looks like it will also be debuting uh, eventually on Xbox One, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um, but there you go. If you guys want to go see what that looks like, it's out there. I gotta say, I'm not a big fan of the current dashboard for xbox and looking at the newer one i'm still not liking it still not a fan interesting okay because i think it makes it way too convoluted to get where you want to go it's not like in the ps4 dashboard where you just have all of your games in one line that you can go through and then if you heat up you get all these options no in the xbox is way more convoluted as you where where to go if you want to do a certain thing interesting i i have no point of reference because i don't have an xbox so it reminds me a lot of it really feels like they took windows 10 and modded it to fit on the xbox that's what is it still the like the like tiles of stuff like the masonry tiles thing no, that no. was 360. Okay. I don't know. From what I know, it has changed a lot. Anyways, it's out there if you guys want to go check it out. Yeah. Next up, the narrative lead and creative di- director, I guess one in the same person, of Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 was suddenly t- terminated. He has been uh, fired from his job i don't know why i don't think there was any kind of like 
accusations out there from what I remember. Um, I got no idea. But I don't know. Yeah, it's just weird. Suddenly terminated. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. So I mentioned at the start this mysterious tower found in Microsoft Flight Simulator in Australia. Tell me uh, about it. Real fat. Yeah, so long story short, uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator uses data from Bing Maps to create their, <laughs> like, one-to-one planet, right, that you can fly with. I mean, Microsoft Bing. owns Bing, right? I know. Bing. Bing. No one uses Bing. But uh. apparently Bing pulls some of their data from this, like, I don't know if it's open source or not, but this, like, specific map data collection website thing. And anyone can use the data for whatever they want. And apparently, uh, someone erroneously said that their house was 212 stories tall. Oh. It was a typo, and they eventually fixed it. But before they fixed it, Microsoft exported the data and then used that for the game. And so, yeah, like right now, if you fly to Melbourne, Australia, there is this giant tower. Yeah. Just like piercing the sky. And it, yeah, it's like, it's just this like really bland looking tower. It just looks like a rectangle, but it's so strange because everything is like nowhere near how tall it, it would be. And I think someone figured out that it was like, if that was the actual height of that building it would be the second tallest building in the world <laughs> yeah. wild oh cr- cr- crazy stuff i thought that was f- funny mm-hmm. uh, but last but not least don't forget about gamescom at starting oct- uh, on august 27th and will be running through the 30th uh, so that's c- coming up this week uh and next weekend as Opening well yeah opening jeff keely's one night stand (laughs) um yeah i'm i'm excited i think there's gonna be some big announcements and stuff i think yeah um i mean it's jeff keely they have yeah it's jeff keely but uh if you guys didn't know gamescom is like the uh like biggest gaming event in Mm -hmm. the world if i'm not mistaken like most people pay attention to e3 more but in terms of like sheer numbers of people gamescom has always been uh ginormous mm-hmm. uh, but of course uh they're doing it all digital so there'll be plenty of streams and stuff like that for you guys to watch this week and next mm-hmm. weekend so yeah good stuff good stuff indeed there we go that wraps us up for this week ignacio Yo. Uh, let's get out of here with what we normally do each week. What are you excited for coming up this week? Nothing really. Yeah, I don't have. Yeah, I don't, that's fine. Well, opening night live. That's this yeah. week. Yeah. So that's... hopefully we'll get some good announcements there. Also, one of the rumors is that they're. There is supposed to be a Nintendo Direct this month, so if it is true, it would have to be this week. Ah. So hopefully that's true. 
we've gone way too long without a proper Nintendo Direct, so true. hopefully we'll get one soon. Okay, we'll be on the lookout for that stuff. Um, I am excited uh, not only to continue watching Lucifer, uh, but mm. episode one of Tell Me Why comes out this week on the 27th. Uh, that is the first episode of Don't Nod's new game. The developers of Life is, Str is Strange, and I'm super excited about that one. The game follows two twins, or I guess one set of twins, uh, and one of the characters is trans, and I believe it's the first playable trans character in a video game, period. No, maybe. Yeah, I I, I know right. there's been a couple other trans characters in video games, but I think this is the first playable one. Is yeah, they said so. Um, good stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about that because I I love Life is Strange and I want to see what they're up to up to next. So there you go. That's what I'll be up to, and also playing some Halo. Still haven't gotten to beat Halo One yet, or finish replaying Halo 1, so. There you go. Ignacio, where yep. can the people find you on the internet? Well, they can find me on Twitter at Ignacio Rojas B, that's I-G-N-A-C-I-O-R-O-J-A-S-B. That's my name. You can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you guys want to stay up to date with this show or our other podcasts, uh, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. Go like, share, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a foe. Go kill the Justice League or however you need to spread the <laughs> word uh, with 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 our podcast. Uh, that would help us out a, t a ton. But I think that wraps us up for episode 38 of crossplay uh so we will see you guys next week until then bye bye